Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, welcome to the One Organized Mama podcast. My name is Janelle and I am One Organized Mama. Episode number 14. I'm going to be talking to you today about something that was an absolute game changer for me when it came to managing my time more efficiently. What is that technique called? It's called batching. If you listen to other podcasts, especially podcasts on coaching and business, you may be familiar with the term batching. But for those of you who aren't, batching is simply grouping like tasks together. So very similarly to how I would have you organize your home or your your space, part of the process of doing that is grouping like items together. Well, batching is grouping like tasks together when you're doing your time management planning. Okay, so truth be told, a few years ago, I really did pride myself on being someone who could multitask. You know, I really felt like I was, was being super productive when I was doing two, three, five things at one time. As I was growing One Organized Mama, I realized that the foundation to really getting and staying organized was how you managed your time. I started to do a little research on time management. And what I discovered is that multitasking is actually a really inefficient way to manage your time. Um, And I kind of started to notice that in my own life. And I thought, you know what? There's some truth to this. Think about it. You can't, if you're doing two or three different things at once, nothing is getting your full attention, right? So I started to make some changes uh, over the years and I started to really do this new technique. Like I said, that's called batching. So how do I do this? Well, I'm going to give you eight examples of how I do this in my own life. Maybe you can adopt some of these um, examples in your own life and Definitely, I hope it inspires you to be present because that is probably the one thing that I realized out of doing this is that when I'm doing a task, I'm actually able, much more able to be present because I'm able to focus on the task at hand or the people involved in the task at hand and just feel like I'm getting a lot more out of um, the different things that I do during my daily daily life. So, Okay. First and foremost, on a personal note, I am terrible, terrible, terrible about returning personal texts and emails. So the first way that I apply batching to my life is if you are a lovely, wonderful friend that I love with my heart and soul and you've sent me a text message or an email, you will probably not get a response for a few days shamefully, if it's an email, probably a few weeks. I just, I am not super into like 
I, 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 to be quite honest, I am on my phone or computer a lot for work. And so I just associate my phone and my computer with work. And so when I do get wonderful text messages or emails from friends and family and people, again, that I love very much, rest assured, I just have to focus and sit down and say, okay, I'm going to get through all my text messages right now. So I've just had to explain it to people over the years. I actually have to set aside time to go through personal text messages. And um, not everybody loves this about me, and um, but it's just what I have to do. So I will set aside, I try to do for text messages once a day, where I just kind of set aside 15, 20 minutes and I respond to personal text messages. And that way, um, everyone's kind of getting the message for me, boom, 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 right after the next. I try to do that once a week with email. But um, man, we get a lot of emails these days, don't we? And it's just... I feel like when I get into my email account, my personal email account, it just becomes a rabbit hole. And before I know it, I'm like, I don't know, buying something and I don't know, like watching crazy videos or something. So anyway, one of the first ways that I do batching is I set aside time in my daily planning, even 15, 20 minutes, and just focus on personal text messages. Okay, so I talked about work. So I am always on my phone or computer for work. I have two different businesses, one organized mama, of course, where I focus on teaching and coaching time management and organization techniques and skills. But I also recently started a new business in real estate. So I've become a realtor here in the Las Vegas Valley. What I have learned on how to manage two different career paths is that I set aside very specific time to work on each business. So there's certain days of the week, excuse me, where I work on one organized mama. My real estate career actually takes a little bit more time and I have to have a lot more um, availability. So I set aside time seven days a week to do something in real estate, whether it's meeting with a client or working on some marketing. Um, I define my day when I do my daily planning on when I'm going to work on each task um, throughout the week. And then I focus on that. So generally speaking, I wouldn't be working on one organized mama tasks when it's my time to focus on my real estate and vice versa. So I keep the two very separate. I have separate emails. I actually have separate phone numbers for each as well. So that way when I go in and I need to um, make phone calls, uh, there's an app on my phone that I can use for my businesses that have different phone numbers attached to them. So that's a way that I'm able to kind of separate and operate two different businesses in my life, two that I absolutely love and am very passionate about. So batching applies to to my work bucket where I can kind of separate the two. All right. Another area where I implement batching is for cooking and food prep. All right. How do I do this? There's a few ways that I do this. For instance, think about it, starting with food prep. If you're chopping some celery, 
It's actually like doesn't take much longer to chop the entire stock, celery, the whole celery, whatever they call it, the bunch of celery stalks as opposed to like two or three. So say I'm needing to put some celery in a recipe. Well, and it just takes two celery stalks. It doesn't take that much longer for me to chop up the other, the rest of the celery and then put it into containers to either use in a later recipe or my kids can snack on it. Um, and it doesn't go to waste. So this was something that really kind of helped me um, with food waste. I hate throwing away food. I hate being wasteful when it comes to food and, and you know, the kitchen stuff. So I, um, when I'm chopping veggies, I almost always chop extra vegetables and then put them as snacks. And my family will actually eat them. I put them next to the other snacks in the fridge, like the cheese sticks and that kind of thing. And if I put them in individual little baggies or containers, the kids will actually grab them or I will actually grab them and I'll snack on them with some hummus or something. So again, it doesn't take much longer to chop a few extra um, celery stalks, carrots, bell peppers, whatever, um, while you're you're chopping a few for a recipe. Um, the other thing under the cooking and food prep is if you ever come to my house for dinner, you're going to walk in and everybody says this, um, how many people are coming for dinner? Are, you're cooking for like an entire army. I do cook for an army. Actually, I love to cook, but I always, for almost every single meal that I make, I almost always make a lot of extra. Why? Well, for leftovers and for other meals. So even though we do eat at home at least one day or one time a day, seven days a week, whether it's breakfast, lunch, or dinner, we rarely eat out all three meals. Again, because I love to cook and I hate wasting food. So I make sure that we eat it. I'm that mom. Um, I uh, will cook a larger bit because it, again, it generally doesn't take much longer to cook for, you know, eight people as opposed to four. It really doesn't for most recipes. Um, and then that way I take the leftovers and I put them in containers. I either freeze them for later or that's lunch and dinner for the next few days. There's actually usually at least one point in our week where I don't cook dinner at all. I just take out all the, the leftovers, put them on the counter, and I let my family know there's dinner you can eat when you're hungry. So cooking larger meals and then splitting them up into containers for, for other meals down the road. Did you know that if you're cooking protein, so if you are cooking ground beef, ground turkey, ground chicken, um, even chicken or something in the oven, it doesn't take much longer to cook some extra. So again, when I am cooking, so say I'm, I'm making some tacos, whatever I'm using, the ground meat that I'm using, I cook it for that meal in one pan. Um, I do shop at Costco a lot. So what I'll do is I'll take the other amount um, and I'll cook the, the ground beef in another pot right next to it. Again, it doesn't take much longer. So as I'm, we're eating our meal, so say we're eating our tacos, um, I'm letting the other ground meat cool down and then I freeze it. Um, 
ground meat is actually really great frozen. And then I have something that's really easy to throw into, say, some spaghetti sauce for spaghetti night or um, a lot of different things. As you know, there's a million different things that you can do with uh, ground uh, beef, chicken, turkey, whatever your thing is. So I will cook an extra protein. Again, it doesn't take any any bit longer and it actually saves me time down the road for other meals. All right. As I'm doing my food prep, the other thing that will save me a lot of time with this batching technique is that I'll actually make separate meals. So if I'm cooking one meal, so say it needs to simmer on the stove and I have a little bit of time, I use that time. And again, if I'm cutting up some veggies or have some extra protein, I'll just kind of create some little meal prep kits together and throw them in my fridge. And I like to just slap a um, sticky note on top of it and for my leftovers or the little meal kits that I make. And I just keep sticky um, post-it notes in my kitchen drawer with a Sharpie and I'll write on it, you know, chicken tacos and put the date. So that way my family knows like these are actually good leftovers. We go through, I clean out my fridge pretty regularly, so I don't usually have really gross leftovers in there. So they know for the most part, if it's in the fridge, it's probably pretty fresh to eat. But this is something, if you're a busy family, I highly, highly recommend is batching your food prep and cooking together. Um, This was a huge game changer because as we know, cooking a meal every single day takes a lot of time. Okay, moving on. The next way that I batch my life and the tasks in my life is by deep cleaning. Um, We have a two-story home, so I just make this very simple. One weekend, we focus on deep cleaning the upstairs. The next weekend, we focus on cleaning the downstairs. And um, my kids hate it. So if you are in the anywhere vicinity of 89084 area code and you hear children wailing, it's probably probably my children wailing because they have to deep clean that day. Um, And this is just really where we get down dirty. We're making sure the sheets are changed and the toilets are cleaned and the bathtubs are cleaned. Um, This is all that stuff that kind of like they told me they put away, but they really didn't. This is when all that stuff actually gets put away. So I focus on deep cleaning and generally depending on how motivated my family is, This can take anywhere from like one to three hours. And let me tell you, if it's a three-hour day, you probably don't want to come near any of us because we've like hashed it out, we're fighting, and no one is happy around here, especially me. Okay, so moving on. Another area where I batch my tasks is with shopping and errands. I run my errands either sort of geographically. So for instance, if I need to go to the south part of the valley and run errands, I kind of save everything that I need to do for that day. And that way I'm not running back and forth. You'd be surprised if you're not familiar with Las Vegas. It's actually a pretty, geographically, a pretty big city. Um, It takes, I always give myself 20 to 30 minutes to get anywhere. Sometimes if traffic is bad or we have a big event going on in the city, it can literally take you one hour to go from one side of the city to the other side. So I am very conscientious in this um, regard because I 
hate driving. I just hate driving across to back and forth across town. So again, I batch my errands by geography or the type of errand. So for instance, shopping, this is something that, um, again, has been kind of a game changer for me. I personally like to shop for myself. It's something that I enjoy doing um, with friends or whatever, but I don't super enjoy shopping <clears throat> for the rest of my family, especially my husband and my youngest son, because it's just it just very, you know, I have to buy them khakis or jeans and t-shirts. So um, I am that person when you go to the store who has like the cart and it's like piled high because I shop really one to two times a year for my family. It's just kind of, uh, we kind of do um, cold weather or warm weather clothing shopping for them. So that's where I go buy everyone socks and underwear and shoes and all of that stuff. And I just do it in one day. So um, I have a few favorite stores out there and we'll just go and I just focus on getting them everything that they need for like three, four, five, six month period or whatever and put it in the cart. And then I am that super, whatever, that person that in line with a huge mountain of stuff in my cart. So if you've ever wondered who she is, she's probably doing shopping for her family for like the entire year or at least half of the year. So, um, and this saves me a lot of time, obviously throughout the year, if they need little things, I don't mind picking them up, but I really, um, just find this to be super effective. I generally know what my husband needs for work clothes or kicking around clothes. And my, um, my eight-year-old, I kind of know what his thing is so I can just go in. I usually don't even take them with me. I just go get the shopping done without them. And, um, and I just kind of have this down to a science. So, and the same goes for food. Um, I generally try to only go to the store I try to aim for only twice a week, um, and that includes like um, Target or Walmart or you know having to get household products and stuff. But I try to say, okay, I'm going to this <clears throat> store and try to get food for the week to try to get through one week. Because again, shopping can be very, very time consuming, and um, and also can be a budget killer too. So if you're on a budget and you just give yourself a you know, unlimited amount of time at the store. If you go a lot, you probably overspend on your budget. Okay, moving on. Paperwork. Uh, continue listening to the One Organized Mama podcast because in March, March is all going to be all about how to organize your paperwork. But I'll give you a little bit of a preview here. I don't go through paperwork every single day unless it's my kids' school stuff. So generally, I'll take it out of a backpack and I'll just kind of toss the stuff that we don't need and then hang on to the stuff that we do. I use a technique I call a drop zone for paperwork. So I, um, when we check our mail, all of the paperwork comes in. It goes into one bin. So it's actually a container where all the paperwork goes. Um, I go through my drop zone about once a week. And this is where I open bills and mail. I um, update our family binder with all of the kids' school stuff and activities. That's done once a week. So I don't do paperwork every single day because I just feel like, again, it can be kind of a rabbit hole where um, 
I'll start in something and then it'll remind me and I'll put it in my planner or, or whatever. And I feel like if um, we have a written budget, so when the mail comes in once a week, I can just update our budget and um, bill, you know, the bill planning calendar. And um, so the days that I need to sit down and pay bills, everything's already written out for me because I've gone through the paperwork um, the week prior. Um, once a month, I go through um, what I call our family binder. And this is where I keep all the family paperwork in one spot. Again, I'll go a little bit more into this in March when I do the paperwork, um, uh, go through our paperwork uh, organization techniques. But a binder just essentially holds all that paperwork and it really does need to kind of get purged at least once a month. And this is where I hold my bills. So I kind of make sure, okay, is everything paid? All of the kids' activities, if there's any doctor's appointments, all that paperwork is contained in one binder. And then for the filing system, I actually go through and purge this once a year. Um, It really doesn't need to be done more than this, but once a year is when you've probably received like all of the annual updates for maybe insurance or bank statements or investments, whatever you can kind of go through. It's actually a good time to do this before tax season arrives. And it just makes sure that you have all of the forms that you need um, to do your taxes. So paperwork is definitely one area where I like to do a lot of batching. All right. Obviously decluttering. I mean, Who wants to declutter their entire home or their entire life all at once? No, nobody does. If you go to my website, oneorganizedmama.com, I do have a 12-month declutter guide, and it's just a one-page printable for free. You can print out, and that definitely helps um, just kind of focus to make sure all of your spaces in your home get some attention throughout the year. So it just gives you a guide for where you should be decluttering over a 12-month period. You can start anywhere. It gives you a little spot to write in the date or if you want to pre-plan and say January is for decluttering your garage because weather, if you live in the West, (laughs) is good in January. It's a good time before the heat hits. So decluttering either one room at a time or one space at a time. Um, All right. The last area where I batch, and again, this goes back to my work, but it's this podcast. So if you've noticed, the month of January has been all about time management. So what I've done is in my work schedule for my work bucket, when I'm focusing on one organized mama, I've pre-planned my content. So I knew going into January, it was going to be all about time management February is going to be all about decluttering and focusing on the four one organized mama steps. And like I said, in March is going to be about paperwork. And again, that's just in time for tax season because tax season is a good time to just get a fresh start with all of your paperwork. So I do batch all of my content for this podcast. So that's another way that I do the batching. So I hope this has inspired you to kind of take a bird's eye view of your life, look at all the different areas, all of your different time buckets, and start to group some like tasks together. Again, just like you would group like items together for organizing your home or your space. 
If you guys have any questions, definitely feel free to reach out to me anytime, oneorganizedmama at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at oneorganizedmama. Don't forget that you can still download my time management journal. I do have a um, discount called Goals 2020, and you can find that on my website under the printables tab. So stay tuned for more episodes of the One Organized Mama podcast. I'm super excited. I actually have some upcoming guest speakers that I'm so excited about. Two of them in particular are people that make me laugh so much, and I'm so excited to introduce them to you. So I hope you guys have a wonderful week out there. Tune in next Monday for the next episode of the One Organized Mama podcast.